0: 8.47. It's uh, not a particularly common occurrence, is it? A flight leaving from South Korea to North Korea. Um, Not exactly an available flight when you're booking your trips, but that's exactly what's happening today. An advanced team for the South Korean art troupe performing in North Korea leaving 70 members going at 10.30 from Gimpo to Pyongyang and the performers, a Taekwondo demonstration team and other staff will be leaving on Saturday. But it's all a sign of the times. Major developments we've seen lately and high-level inter-Korean talks have almost become the norm. So much so that we're Seeking other sources of surprise. Well, there are plenty of other developments besides President Trump appointing John Bolton as national security advisor and the impact that could have on North Korea policy. Um, he has long argued, Bolton, that diplomacy with North Korea is a waste of time, uh, arguing in favor of a preemptive military strike. But uh, Kim Jong un also made this unannounced visit to Beijing earlier this week, meeting with President Xi Jinping, and that could have profound impacts. On what happens next with both Koreas, with the US and so on. Jung Huang, independent legal researcher with LawQuant LLC now joins us in the line for our Up Close segment today. Good morning. Morning, Alex. And Xinhua News reported a statement from Kim Jong-un that was pretty intriguing. Um, This was it, directly. The issue of denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula can be resolved. That's all very positive, but there's an if. It says, if South Korea and the United States respond to our efforts with goodwill, create an atmosphere of peace and stability while taking progressive and synchronous measures for the realization of peace.
1: What are we to make
0: of that statement?
1: Well, probably it has to do with you know, long-standing uh, statements coming from North Korea demanding that U.S. withdraw its troops from North Korea and if they want to have any kind of nuclear deal, they probably want some kind of security uh, guarantee. But at least one thing that we can take away from this is that now we have other sources coming from China saying that hey, uh, North Korea is at least willing to talk about some form of denuclearization with uh, the uh, United States. And two, that you know Kim uh, Trump summit is actually something that North Korea wants I mean since the original source of the news came from South Korea there were some voices about you know has did South Korea get the exact message why is North Korea being silent and all kind of speculation really arose but now I think that speculation is completely off the table now everybody's talking about well now what's going on between China and North Korea And, and I think that's the intrigue now.
0: Worth just pointing out as a footnote that North Korea remains silent on the whole question of summits within its own state-run media. Exactly. It seems to be, I mean, if we are to look at the, the, the optimistic view, it's just keeping the possibility open that things could fall apart at the last minute and maybe doesn't want to cause
1: a stir at home. Right. Until last week the danger was that they might do that and make South Korea look like a fool, but now if they do that they'll they'll make both South Korea and China look like a, a fool. I mean, uh, according to, you know, President Trump's tweet, supposedly he and Xi Jinping talked directly or indirectly and talked about, you know, upcoming meeting with you know President Trump and you know Kim Jong Un. So, you know, mm. now we have, you know, another, you know, credible whether believe it or not but you know you know, kind of potent source of information saying that hey you know we met with Kim Jong-un and he wants to meet with President Trump so I think at least the b- prospect of summit despite North Korea's continued silence is you know definitely um, um, you know on, on par for the course
0: yeah I mean the, the recent past is littered with disappointments though disappointments depending on how you look at it but like Ban Ki-moon's visit to North Korea that was cancelled at the last minute the apparent meeting with Mike Pence at the Olympics cancelled, also apparently at the last minute um, but perhaps also if we if we think in, in the bigger picture of just the, the lack of trust that exists between these sides, you know, forgetting who's the good guy, who's the bad guy if we can speak in such terms it, it would be understandable that North Korea wouldn't want to make a big shout about this, I mean even you talked about being embarrassed on the China side but you know, North Korea cancelled that performance by the Moranbong band in That's China right. not mm-hmm. so long ago, which was kind of surprising. So they're not afraid if they feel things are not going in the right direction just to pull out of everything. But we'll see.
1: And one thing to note is that you know, they did, you know, splash in you know, the Rodong Shimon and, and also on you know, China side, all of Chinese media about all the you know b- b- photos of this, you know, very elaborate, you know, s- summit that took place between Kim Jong-un and Xi Jinping. Yeah. So to kind of go back on their words after having done that with China and, and after having actually advertised that even within the, the, the North Korea's domestic media, I, I think at this point, probably the prospect of North Korea pulling back on the summit mm. would be probably a very a low probability event. Of course, you know they could just come to summit and be very, very unreasonable. And I think that's actually par for the course. Yeah, but the, the,
0: without wanting to harp too long on this point that the summit itself has not been directly publicized That's within right. the mm-hmm. north korean media so just me to say there's just that little bit of room for doubt i mean i, I sincerely hope these summits do take place uh, certainly president moon and president trump have put their reputations on the line by by all out agreeing um what does north korea mean though by these measures progressive and synchronous does that mean withdrawing us troops from from south korea for example is it that far or does it just mean showing goodwill by withdrawing a few troops and a few
1: weapons i mean the complete withdrawal of us forces has been long standing demand of north korea and it has been long standing policy of both south korea and united states that that's just a you know non starter so whether the both sides can come to some kind of intermediate solution uh, in in effort to go to the you know denuclearization and also you know what what you mean by nuclearization will be off, off for debate you know how much of the nuclear program in the north korea will be you know that can be given up and that can be verified i think on both sides you know if, if just coming up with options and to verifying that those options can be enforced will be a really really difficult task and i don't think people should really have their high, high hopes given you know long his history of sort of failed negotiations that have taken place mm.
0: um which you know given the the fact that even the optimistic outcome might be a watered down version of denuclearization and a watered down version of what north korea wants uh, a de-escalation of the u.s military presence does that then open the door for john bolton um, yeah, that's to, to offer an alternative <laughs> to President Trump,
1: right? I mean, another long-standing stand- opinion that has been offered in public spaces is that you know John Bolton, before he recently has been na- uh, nominated, uh, uh, you know, named as the National Security Advisor, is that you know he, he tends to be the most sort of you know militaristic voice within the, uh, within the you know uh, sort of American punditry now he's the closest advisor to uh, Trump and he really thinks that this summit is a waste of time and the only the o- only way to really truly deal with the new, new North Korea is you know military strikes Really not sure whether he actually wants a war. Um, maybe he thinks that you can just strike North Korea without any kind of you know fallout coming com- coming out of it. But given high probability of war, it's probably the last thing, one of the last things that you know South Korean government and South Koreans want.
0: Hard to imagine a world in that particular scenario, is not it? Uh, I think for many of us, we we just we just sort of uh, try to ignore it uh, even I mean, even as it sh- overshadows us as a possibility.
1: Something to note about John Bolton is that he has advocated war against Iraq, Cuba, Iran, and North Korea. So, you know, if you really live according to his worldview, you kind of wonder, you know, how many wars that U- U.S. will have to be engaged in simultaneously. So, I'm not really sure that you know, President Trump will truly listen to that, that, that view and I'm not really sure that he hired John Bolton because of his view or his appearance on Fox News. And we hope that, you know, we can influence you know, president trump to actually tamp down such you know warlike uh, views uh, from south korean point of view
0: well it places us all in a very curious situation perhaps even a perilous situation we'll watch closely that's all we've got time for today thank you for helping us get up close today thank you very much